0: This is a special presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. Coverage of the Wall of Honor celebration for Danny McManus. Now, let's catch up with Darren Flutie and Danny McManus. Here's RJ Broadhead on the Thai Cats Audio Network.
1: Welcome to a Thai Cats Audio Network exclusive with two Hall of Famers, two Hamilton Tiger Cat greats, Two guys instrumental in the last Grey Cup the Tiger Cats won, Danny McManus, Darren Flutie. Pleasure to have you joining us. Good to be here. Always good. Yep. So I'm hearing that this in-person meeting is is pretty rare. Is that true? Oh, it's rare since our <laughs> playing days. Yeah. So we're talking 20 <laughs> years here.
2: I mean, that's the thing yeah. about guys that play together. You know, if you. Been teammates for a long time. You can go 20 years, and the minute you see each other, you're right back into that kind of that locker room mentality. Or,
1: you know, you pick right up where you left off. You never lose that that brotherhood that uh, no. y- you go through so much. Yep. Yep. And you guys played together. You were the the quarterback receiver tandem from '93 to 2002. Is that? Uh, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then when we when we get together we
0: very rarely talk about plays it's all, everything else i mean it's not about football it's about the the road trips it's about maybe it's things we did at training camp but it's i mean we don't talk about wins losses or anything like that we just talk about some of the fun stuff some of the guys that we got to hang around with that are that are friends with us today i mean it's to that point to where we haven't seen them in a number of years but you pick right up where you left off
2: yeah, it's, it's, that's so true. I mean, we've been talking maybe for like three, four hours since this morning, since I got in, and we've never talked. We haven't talked football yet, <laughs> and we never would. There's so many, There's other things that I think we're more interested in, yeah.
1: like you know how we're doing, where he's living, what's going on, yeah. families, and what about the Wall of Fame, um, Danny? When you when you got the word uh, going up on the Wall of Fame at Tim Hortons Field, 25th person, it's quite an honor. It was awesome to hear from when, when Bob Young called me. I didn't know what he was calling me for
0: because I cause I do work for another CFL team, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't, I didn't know. I, 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 th- I, thank you for wearing a black shirt. Today. Yeah, I didn't know what he was he was calling me for, so I was kind of apprehensive. But yeah, to get a, the call like that from Mr. Young was awesome. But right away it clicked to all the guys I played with, like Darren. I mean, like Andrew Greer, Mike Morielli, Carl Coulter, Dave Hack. I mean, I mean, you talk about Shocker, Calvin Tiggle, All those guys were all part of it. So. For my name to go up on the Wall of Fame, it's not me, it's all of us that got to put on the black and gold. I mean, we all want to do it again. Our minds say we can do it again. Our bodies don't say we can do it again. But it's just, it's that group that was there. You know, that's that's the reflection of going up on on the Wall of Fame is those guys that
1: I play with. What were your thoughts, Darren, when you heard Danny was getting honored?
2: I think Danny's very humble, right? Without Danny at quarterback, with the team we had, I mean, I came with Danny from Edmonton to come here, but we knew they had a great defense here in Hamilton in those years. What year did we get here, 98? 98, yeah. So, I mean, we struggled moving the ball against Hamilton all the time, but they didn't win a lot of games because they struggled in offense. But we needed, they needed at that time, a quarterback like Danny that could distribute the ball, strong arm, move the offense, you know, very confident, experienced, and you know he says it is everyone right everyone has to do their part but you need a, a good quarterback a great quarterback
1: in this instance well and the numbers don't lie when you look at the hamilton tiger cats quarterback statistics danny you you've got some records there that are probably going to be there for quite a while
0: yeah i mean I, yes i agree with you on there uh and it was a lot of it was the, the the players that we had but also the coaching staff that we had too that let us do that they were open to us giving them ideas you know uh, let's try this let's try that sometimes you get into a situation with coaches that this is their way we're doing it this way no matter what yeah. but ronnie was open to doing whatever we want to do rd was open i mean a lot of suggestions that were coming from everybody not just darren and myself but everybody had a role in putting that offense together but it was more important it was the defense getting us the ball back i mean coach sudsy and those guys they were stopping people i mean Steiny was running the the defense with hitchcock and those guys and they were getting us back on the field. Now there was a couple of times I throw picks and they had to go right back on the field, but they weren't happy about that part. But but they were getting us. Uh, they were getting us the ball
1: back that we were able to go out there and, and put some points on, on the board. Now, when you say Stanny, I'm assuming Coach O. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has nicknames. Yep. No one goes by their real name. So <laughs> well, <laughs> that works. <laughs> well, he's loved in Hamilton, and he's taken the the team to the Grey Cup. Uh, Past two seasons that he's been coach, and we know how that ended, Danny. Mm-hmm. We won't go down that path, but congratulations. <laughs> thank you. <Okay. laughs> Sorry, uh, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and, and Darren, I want you to comment on this, because uh, when, when Orlando was asked about Danny McManus, he said that, again, like you said, he's very humble, but when you win, he gave credit to everybody else, and when you lost, he took the blame. Is that... Uh, kind of how you feel about Danny's leadership?
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's one of um, a lot of assets he, he brought to the table, Danny brought to the table. He just, he was humble and he'd carry the weight of all the pressure, you know, and you'd lose a couple games. He's like, oh, I gotta turn it around, I gotta do this, but it's never one person, right? It's, it's collective as a team and, but that helped. I mean, he deflected everything off of maybe what our real issues were And it would take all the tension away so we could really work on what we needed to work on. But Danny nailed it. We had flexibility here. So we could take the experiences we had through all the years in the CFL and know what we can do well against each coverage. And we could bring it out there and and use it in a game. And having that flexibility was so important.
1: I read where the chemistry you guys had that, uh, Danny, I think you said that Darren read the defense similar to how you read it yep and the same it is like having another quarterback on the
0: field and that's an advantage to the guy who's behind the center Darren was able to read the defenses same way I could but from a different spot and he knew what they were doing what we could do on the certain plays whether it was for his number to be called or if it was for another receiver to be called he was able to manipulate that defense to where we have a spot to throw the football so Having him on the field was a bonus for me and being able to see all the other stuff. But I know it was a bonus for the other receivers because he was able to set them up in different, in different spots to catch the ball as well.
1: So, And did you, obviously you'd have some plays, but there'd have to be some freelance once in a while. Were you... On the same page with Danny, a lot of times that uh, you'd, you'd kind of we, we <laughs> turn on the something in age, nothing often into something. Than we were off the
2: page. <laughs> but we had our moments of being way off the page. <laughs> but we had played together enough and practiced a lot together and seen so many situations, so many coverages, that more often than not, when I would improvise my route, I'd be turning, cutting my route short, and there's the ball like on me. <laughs> I mean, there's so many examples of that. that yeah, we, we freelanced together.
0: <laughs> you know, surprisingly, the percentages we were on the same page was, was right. You know? <laughs> but there was, I mean, there's a number of players. I think there was one here. We are going overtime against Calgary, and he's got a corner route. Uh, and it's the first play. They've already got three points, so we've got to get a touchdown to win. And he's got a corner route. Well, the, saf- the safety moves to more of the middle of the field. The corner falls to the corner route. He just takes it up the seam. And I throw it up the seam, hoping that he's seeing the same thing I'm seeing. And like he said, he turned around, the ball was coming. And he goes, I don't know how you saw that. I said, I don't know how you saw how you read it either. So, <laughs> but we're walking off the field with a victory. So it yeah. worked out that way. It was, it was just one of those things.
1: We were just right more times than we were wrong. And, and the trust. There has to be a lot of trust. I was going through the league in my, in my head. Like again, you guys were together from 93 to 2002. That chemistry and trust will develop over time. But it seemed uh, to work pretty quick for you two. And I think it's rare that you, you get a, a quarterback receiver duo that stays together for so long and is so successful.
2: Yeah, well, you nailed it. We it was '93, our first year together. In '93, we certainly didn't have the chemistry we had in '99, 2000. You know, while we were here, I mean, '93, I was just trying to get this quarterback to like me enough to <laughs> throw me the friggin' ball. And I, I was telling him early. We did talk football earlier once. <laughs> I said when I, he first came in a game in '93, I had like a simple 10-yard curl route. And I think the DB was all over me and knocked it down. And Danny was coming in and you want to look good when you come in. And I'm like, dang, I think I just lost him. <laughs> I think he's lost faith in me. So you, I mean, you got to earn each other's respect. And we had that by 94. I mean, he had my total respect by 94. And hopefully I earned his at some point. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm still trying. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm competing against
0: his brother. Right. Because his brother wants his talent on his team. Yes. So to be able to, I'm working, trying to make sure he gets enough balls thrown to him that he knows I'll throw it to him. And I'm telling him that Doug will throw it to the other guys. Doug won't <laughs> throw it to you. So you come with me, you're going to get a lot more. <laughs> Doug's not. So I had to work that angle on him as well. So he bought it and it you know, convinced him to stay where, wherever I was going. And, and Ronnie liked that too, because Ronnie kept saying, okay, if you're coming to Hamilton, bring Darren with you. He goes, when I was at BC and Edmonton picked me up, he goes, okay, Bring Darren with you. So uh-huh. It was always bring Darren with you. So it was always trying to trying to
1: make sure that we stay together. So Danny was the the convincer?
2: Yeah, I was always the plus one, right? That <laughs> <laughs> we weren't Danny McManus. Yeah, you can bring him. Bring him along. <laughs>
0: Don't let him go with his brother.
2: That's but okay. I mean, that, that's pretty rare, right? <laughs> we were both in BC together, and then to make the jump to Edmonton and go together. Yeah. And then go from Edmonton to Hamilton together. Yeah. I mean, you just don't see that. People would think about their own contracts and what they want to make, but you knew, I kind of knew if I would stay with Danny, we'd win, we'd make the playoffs, and you'd make more money in the end, right? Whenever you start winning, you end up making more money, so it all goes together. Staying with Mac was, was a good idea.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. I- <laughs> <laughs> hey, right behind us, uh, you know, we've, we've got the the 14 McManus, the 82 Flutie, yep. and I-, I believe they started with this for Tim Hortons Field. They put this here and then built, a round built it. around
0: it. Built around it. Good. <Nice>. Good start.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, a little secret, Cats Audio Network wanted to get you two together again because it's the last time the Tiger Cats won the Grey Cup 1999, which is hard to believe. It has... Has been a while. And, and going back to that, that season, do you think that was your best season, Danny? You won most outstanding player, Grey Cup, most outstanding player, you won the Grey Cup? Mm-hmm.
0: Stat wise, I would say yeah. I think that was the, an outstanding year that we all kind of put it together. But it started losing in the Grey Cup in 98, then to come back to training camp. And what Coach Lancaster did, he showed the highlights of the 98 Grey Cup from the Calgary Stampeders standpoint. To where they, you know, kicked the field goal, beat us, then they got the horse down the field. And then once it was over, he flipped the lights on and just said, practice is tomorrow at nine. And at that point, we knew we were going back in 99 and and to win the game. But everything just clicked. I mean, all the guys we had that came back from the 98 team were there in 99. They got a taste of it. And now we knew we had to go back. And fortunately, we got a chance to, to play Calgary in 99 and make up for the mistake that we made in 98
1: that that's that's good coaching maybe I'm, I'm I don't know if teams over coach but that sounds like that message was delivered pretty clearly with just a little video.
2: Coach Lancaster was so great at doing that those type of things to get you motivated yeah but 99 I I thought just being a receiver and playing with Danny for so long that he was just getting better and better as the years went on and he threw the ball just as well as he ever did, but that accumulation of knowledge in '99 really came. To, I mean, we should have won the dang '98 Cup. A, no. <laughs> so '98, yeah, '99,
0: 2000, 2000, We should have won. <laughs> <laughs> we won all Sound all. like LeBron here? We yeah, yeah. should. Yeah. We yeah. yeah. should have <laughs> well, we won that game.
1: <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Funny how that works, hey? The, the mind always goes back to oh, what, what yeah, we they, didn't do. Yeah, yeah. Like what we exactly. did is what we did, but we <laughs> dang, we should have done this. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys uh, went up to the fourth floor, the the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, and, and saw your busts both in the Hall of Fame. Um, who has the the more realistic one?
2: Oh man, I
1: just hate seeing an image of myself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
0: I don't know if any of them are realistic. You know they. They, they ask for a bunch of pictures and a guy does a great job doing yeah. it, but it's, it, it is hard to look at yourself and, you know, in clay. And, you know, I know Michael Shea and Morielli have walked that hallway and I know they've done something to our bus, <laughs> which I know you can't be on, on TV. So, <laughs> so that's what
1: scares me more is what that bus has been through than actually anything else. <laughs> um, when... So Danny wasn't the fastest guy, but was it his release that was the, the, the key or his smarts? Because at that time, the CFL quarterback kind of, a lot of times people were looking for, teams were looking for a, a super mobile guy and, and you definitely, nothing no against doubt. your mobility, yeah, you I, got away I, when you needed to get away, Yeah, I, but, but yeah. What, was, what was, as a receiver, what do you think made him successful?
2: Well, his level of confidence, and his, the, the confidence he instilled in the people around him, like it made you feel like you could almost do anything. But, if you get technical, his, the way he read coverages, his release, um, his arm strength, you, you'd come out of a cut and the ball's, I mean, thrown very hard, but it's extremely <laughs> accurate. Right there, right? Like, I remember sometimes it would just shock me how quickly, and you put out a hand, And it's so accurately thrown, it just sticks. And I I don't know. I always felt confident with with Danny at quarterback, no matter what. If he went down or something, the whole offense would just be like, ah, man, what are we going to do now, (laughs) you know? Danny's hurt for a couple weeks. How are we going to get through this? He just brought a level of confidence with him, of course, with great ability. But, yeah, he wasn't a scrambler, but when he had to, he hung in there and took the hits. I kept saying, listen, I gotta double move this guy and Danny's like, make it quick, man. I'm getting hit back
0: here. Oh yeah, hold on to it for this little Yeah, just half another second. second. <laughs> One more second. <laughs> so no, I, I learned early that uh, in the rule book, if I don't have the football, they can't hit me. So I tell them to get open quickly. If the ball's coming, whether you're gonna catch it or someone's gonna catch it, but they're not gonna hit me, so uh, these guys did a great job. All the receivers understood that, uh, that the ball is going to be coming. I mean, in, in a route, nobody is off. And they understood that early uh, when, when we all got together as an offense, is that I, sometimes I'll go completely off what everyone thinks the route's supposed to be or where the ball is supposed to go, but you've got to be running. And once they understood that, then everybody's a viable receiver on
1: every play. Well, it, it paid off. The statistics are great for both of you, both Hall of Famers. Uh, Danny, congratulations on the on the Wall of Fame at at Tim Hortons Field, and and Darren and Danny, great to have you back together. And thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks a lot.
0: This is a special presentation of the Tie Cats Audio Network coverage of the Wall of Honor celebration for Danny McManus.